If you were to drive from Denver to Kansas City along Interstate 70, you'd be traveling through semi-arid grassland and you'd see a lot of sky but not many trees. It's pretty dry, but somewhere around the eastern part of Kansas, what were brown expanses suddenly become more green and lush. John Wesley Powell noticed that too, although he wasn't driving on the interstate. In the 1860s, the famed explorer scientist led a series of expeditions into the Rocky Mountains and was the first white man to float down the Colorado River. Through his observations comparing the arid lands in the west to the humid east, he decided there was a distinct boundary between the two, and it was along the 100th meridian. Powell's symbolic line runs north to south from Manitoba, Canada, through the Dakotas, Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Texas down to Mexico. Surprisingly, no one has actually tested Powell's description of this divide in aridity from a scientific perspective until now. We weren't able to find any sort of climate environmental scientists who had really who had looked at this issue about whether he was right. That's Dr. Richard Seeger of Columbia University, who along with others recently published two studies that start off from Powell's thinking. And he noted the 100th meridian as a, a rather sharp divide between the arid west and the more humid east. And he argued that because that was so, the way that the western expansion had been done into the eastern part of the plains would have to be different when it went over the 100th meridian into a landscape where water was far more scarce. Seeger and his colleagues were curious if the 100th meridian is still a dividing line and what may happen in the future. What they concluded about Powell's observations? He was correct that this was a very real divide in aridity and you see it in the climate, you see it in the moisture in the soil, you see it in the vegetation. Their study shows that in winters the western plains are much drier than the east because moisture coming from the Pacific is wrung out by the Rocky Mountains. But east of the boundary the plains get moisture from the Gulf of Mexico and the Atlantic. Patterns in the summer continue the moisture divide. The boundary in the U.S. is one of only two straight-line climate divides in the world, the other being in the Sahara Desert in Africa. But the research also found that this U.S. divide is on the move because of climate change. It will likely nudge east based on two factors. First, we have known for over a decade that winter precipitation in the southwest has declined due to global warming. But also, Seeger says, warming temperatures everywhere, which increase dryness, will pull more moisture out of the surface. These two conditions will cause a shift. The level of aridity that used to be at the 100th meridian starts moving across a few degrees degrees of longitude eastward than that over the current century. The eastward move of aridity has implications for agriculture, meaning there won't be as much crops grown, but much more rangeland for animals. Also, wheat is likely to replace corn as the main crop to the west of the aridity divide. But according to Richard Seeger, the real lesson is to pay attention to the one-armed explorer and geographer of the West who observed conditions 150 years ago and based his recommendations on them. Now when we're dealing with climate change, we should be thinking the way Powell did, that you know, what you do and the decisions you make should be very informed by the science about how what the environmental conditions are and what is what makes sense about how to make the best use of it in a sustainable way. And I think those ideas from 150 years ago are coming back now and are more relevant than ever now that we're changing the climate system. The studies were published in the journal Earth Interactions. From Denver for H2O Radio, I'm Jamie Sudler.